but welcome to Abbey Bible Church and welcome to our communion table. This is a serious time that we invite God to uh, descend in a special way to fill this place with His glory. But to prepare that, we want to dump the dirt in our souls, give Him a moment of confession before we start the communion. Let's do it. Holy God in heaven, our Creator, our King, our Lord, and our Father, we come to you with a humble heart. First of all, thank you and recognizing the multiple levels of grace that you have piled upon us, especially the one through Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son. You send him into this world which you created together, and he, God, the second person of the triune God became man. He lived a sinless life, yet he gave his life voluntarily to redeem our sins. He paid for the sins of all men, and uh, only those who have been chosen by you, worked by the Holy Spirit, have received the gift of eternal life. Father, we call you so because we are among those who have received this full amount of grace. We come to you with gratefulness. Thank you for what you have done for us. Thank you for letting us know who you are, who Christ is, who we are, and what you have planned for us in the future. It's nothing but goodness. And yet when we remain in this world, we're still tempted by sin, by the world, by Satan. And our mind, our words, and our actions sometimes are not aligned with your holy character, and uh, those are sins, which we, in our deepest, deepest part of ourself, do not agree, and yet, when we are weak, we do depart from the new life that you have planted in us. So for those moments of departure, we are sorry. We come to you to repent and to confess, and we vow our repentance and change. We pray that you will fill us with, our, with your Holy Spirit, whom you have put into us and by renewing, actually regenerating our spirit, and he indwells us forever. And we pray that he will fill us as we confess, and he will take control of our life and let the light in the Christ uh, life that's in us to shine to those am among us, around us, and to the world. We pray that we will be dedicated to be faithful to the name of Jesus, even though we will face persecutions, suffering, and tribulations, but we will never depart from that name. For it's in that name we are saved. Our life has new meaning and has purpose. And it's in that life we know what love is and what life is for. It's a life to be worthy to live. For that, we thank you. We confess. We pray for your cleansing. We pray, pray for the filling. We pray for your empowering of us to live a life of righteousness, to be your light tower in a world that's getting darker. And may we be faithful, and we pray that when we see Christ face to face, we will hear from him, I'm glad you're the faithful. We pray in his name. Amen. Please distribute these elements. Thanks.
Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, did not come into history as an accident. He was God's plan from the beginning. And he was predicted many times in the Old Testament. And uh, everything predicted was realized precisely and exactly. And there are parts of the prediction that are still to be fulfilled in his second coming. There are four portraits. It's called the, the songs of the servant of Yahweh in the book of Isaiah. Part of the reason Isaiah is the one of the most quoted Old Testament book in the New Testament because it has many predictions about Jesus Christ. The, the four songs portrayed four images of the Messiah, and they are later fulfilled by the four Gospels. And the second song is in Isaiah 49. Let me read verses 1 through 13. Listen to me, O islands, and pay attention, you peoples from afar. The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother, he named me. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has concealed me. And he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I will show my glory. But I said, I have toiled in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely the justice due to me is with the Lord, and he and me reward my reward with my God. And now says the Lord, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him in order that Israel might be gathered from him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God is my strength. He says, It is too small a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the um, preserved ones of Israel. I will also make you a light of the nations, so that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Thus saith, says the Lord the Redeemer of Israel and its Holy One, to the despised one, to the one abhorred by the nations, to the servant of rulers, kings shall see and rise, princes shall also bow down, because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. Thus says the Lord, In a favorable time I have answered you, and in a day of salvation, I have helped you, and I will keep you and give you for a covenant of the people to restore the land to make them inherit the desolate heritage, saying to those who are bound, go forth, to those who are in darkness, show yourselves. Among the roads they will feed, and they, uh, their pasture will be on all bare height. They will not hunger or thirst, neither will the scorching heat or sun strike them down. For he who has compassion on them will lead them and will guide them to springs of water. I will make all my mountains a road, and my highway will be raised up. Behold, these shall come from afar, and 
Lo, these will come from the north and from the west, and those from the land of Sinim, which means China. Shout for joy, O heaven, and rejoice, O earth. Break forth into joyful shouting, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted. Those words predicted a Messiah, an anointed one, who, whose word will be sharp like swords, and those who hear them will not like to hear them because he points out their sin. And it seems that his work is in vain because those who heard his words rejected him, many. And actually the primary one that he intended, which is his brethren, the Jewish people, rejected him. But the nations, people who have been chosen by God before the foundation of the world, who are born from the nations, when they hear the gospel, they loved it and accepted the love of God through Christ. They joined the family of God. That is us, the church of Jesus Christ, who is predestined collectively to be called the bride of Christ. And the, the Father has adopted us to give us sonship. And the Holy Spirit has recreated, regenerated our spirit right now and lives within our body as the new temple. So all of this grace is predestined. It's uh, God designed from the beginning, before the foundation of the world. We, the church, were chosen before Israel was chosen in Abraham. Have you heard of that? You see, that's the glory that we who seem to have nothing to do with God and don't deserve anything now have found out that God has intended to love us from the beginning to the end. And there is no end in Christ Jesus, in his love. So we come here gathering to remember the love from God through Jesus Christ. By Christ's sacrifice, his body was broken up on the cross. He was nailed, he had a thorn of crowns, and he was uh, slashed on his back, and he bled to death, and actually he died from suffocation on the cross. And all of those is for the purpose of paying our sins, for he had none. So when we gather together, remember that is pure grace, giving to somebody who don't deserve. Okay? And the gift is sufficient to give them all that they should dream of. And that's what we have received. He gave us his life. Let us accept his love, not just to get, but to unite with him. Let his life live in us and let us reject our old life. Old life, let it die with him on the cross. It has already died there. Don't let it resurrect. Let the new life live in us and shine his light to the world. Remember also his promise of his second coming. This cup not only re uh, represents his blood shed for us, covering our sin from God's wrath, it also represents his promise that when he comes again, he will drink real wine and uh, the wedding of the lamb with the bride, which is the church. It will be a really long table. <laughs> Let all of us rejoice then. We can drink real wine then. Right now the juice will be fine. Okay, so let's remember God's grace through Christ Jesus. His body was given to us 
on the cross, we take this bread in remembrance of his sacrifice and love. His blood was shed on the cross, we drink this in remembrance of his love. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you as now not only your subjects, the, the captives of war that you have won in your defeat of Satan on the cross, we now also have been incorporated into your family. We have been elevated from slaves to brothers and sisters and uh, collectively the bride and the uh, fellow heir, sons of God together with you. It's all due to your love, your obedience to the Father and your love for us. We come to you to acknowledge all of this as facts, true, we have accepted them, and we have given you our word that we will try to keep your name um, pure among us, and we will be loyal to you as your people in this world. We will live for your name, for your glory, and we will pr uh, um, persevere by the power of the Holy Spirit whom you have put into us, sent into us. And uh, we pray that uh, we will honor your name, tell of your story until the time we see you, see you face to face. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.